You're listening to LinkedIn Ads Radio, the podcast dedicated to exploring and mastering LinkedIn advertising with your host, Anthony Blattner from Speedwork. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 2024. This episode is being recorded in just one of the first few days of January here. So if you're listening to this, I hope you had a great holiday week. Hope you had some time to relax, get away from your email inbox for a little while. I uh, just take some space to enjoy the holidays and, and take a little bit of break. Um, I know for myself, the end of last year was there was a lot of traveling, a lot of stuff going on, and it's always like get the final things done for the end of Q4, and then just usually having that break week there is like just really nice time to unwind, relax, and kind of start thinking about the year ahead. So that's where some of these initial predictions have kind of come about: um, is recapping last year, looking forward to this year, and I always kind of like to keep a tally of different things um, that have been released recently. And then my kind of future thoughts on what's going to be coming up for those next. So in this episode today, we'll be talking about the top predictions for 2024. It won't be all ads related, but it will be all B2B marketing related and mostly LinkedIn related here. Stuff that we'll be talking about. It's all an ecosystem out there. So while everything might not be directly in the ads platform, you know, it all kind of works together. So uh, we'll be touching on a lot of different topics here today. I also just posted uh, recently about my top personal takeaways from last year. So you can head over to my page to see that. I included a few different new tools that I'm using and have really enjoyed using over the last year. I know for the, the podcast here, we'll have to do a whole episode at some point soon about just tools that we use, benefits that we get from those tools, and kind of do a deep dive on that side of things. And now before we dive into today's episode, let's talk a little bit about the upcoming year for the podcast. So last year we we launched the podcast. It was brand new. It was great to see all the engagement, followers, listeners we've been getting, lots of inquiries and messages of people uh, kind of asking follow up questions and stuff like that. I love that. I love getting follow up questions, and then I can bring those back to the podcast to answer those questions or maybe talk a little bit further about certain topics. On last year's is we started with a master class last year, and that master class is a great covering of all the basics that you'll need for kind of getting up and running. On LinkedIn ads. So if you're new or newer, have a listen to the, the masterclass series of episodes. That'll be a good kind of foundational cover all the topics that you need to know. This season, the season two, we'll have two different sets of episodes we'll be doing. Number one will be deep dive episodes where we'll, we'll be choosing different topics, choosing various different topics around advertising, LinkedIn ads, B2B marketing. It will be deep diving even further on those topics. Some topics in the master class um, we covered, but some of them could use a whole episode just themselves. So that's what we'll be picking and choosing is deep diving even further, going into more nuanced detail. We'll be talking about case studies. We'll be going through more examples uh, and, and get any other follow-up questions that you've asked or will or want to ask um, answered. So additionally, we'll also be doing more interviews this season. So that's that'll be part two is doing more interviews with other uh, thought leaders, other skills, other groups and partners out there. Again, it's a, it's an ecosystem, the BB marketing world and LinkedIn. It's not just the ads platform. And even in the ads platform, there's so many different skill sets you can deep dive on. So recently we had an interview with with LinkedIn about the new thought leader ad formats where we talked to Tayana Palumbo Price from LinkedIn. That was a great episode. Uh, we'll be having more episodes like that where we'll deep dive on different topics and we'll be bringing in other thought leaders from the community to talk about, to deep dive on the topics that they're experts in. So Looking forward to that. If you'd like to nominate anyone or make a recommendation, uh, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn to make that, or you can email podcast at speedworksocial.com. All right. So without further ado, let's get to our top predictions for 2024 for LinkedIn. Now, the first one here is that LinkedIn's social platform, the organic side, will continue to grow this year. 
we saw last year that Facebook actually shrunk as a platform. I think they lost users and content was down. Whereas on LinkedIn, LinkedIn is still on the upswing. It's still growing. It's still expanding into new countries and more people are still adopting it. And we're going to see that trend continue. Going way back to when the pandemic happened, that's when everyone was forced online and got comfortable using online platforms. People made the shift to digital because because they had to during those times. So during the pandemic is when we saw a lot of people get online, create profiles, start to use these different tools. And then now they've gotten more comfortable with them. And now that now everyone has profiles or more people have profiles uh, and more people are using the platform, uh, we're going to see LinkedIn social or organic side continue to grow as people have now become comfortable with the tools. They'll be posting more. They'll be reading more online. I think we'll have more adults that choose to use LinkedIn as their primary social platform and we'll see more personal posts on LinkedIn. Number two on our list is automated comments are gonna be the next banhammer by that LinkedIn's gonna drop. A couple of years ago, we saw that happen to the messaging side where if you were using LinkedIn at the time, you were probably getting a lot of these connection requests and messages in your inbox on LinkedIn. And, and definitely during the pandemic, that kind of hit a peak and LinkedIn tightened the, the limits on the profiles and did um, kind of took extra security steps to make sure that, that these actions weren't being automated. Then the next thing that we're going to see is restrictions and steps towards doing that on the automated comments. The pros and cons of using AI is that a lot more people are using it for creating their posts these days, but we're also seeing more fake profiles out there and then kind of automated generated comments, which, you know, boosting up engagement, but it doesn't, it's not, not great because it's not really an authentic question that someone's asking. It's not an authentic comment. It just kind of regurgitates what's in the post and, and you're like, well, what was the point of that comment? So that's the next thing that I think we're going to see is that automated comments are going to get banned. LinkedIn hates automation. LinkedIn is all about authenticity. So if you're using any of these tools, beware, because I think that's going to be the next step that they're going to do. Number three is that we're going to see document posts continue to be the algorithm's favorite type. Uh, just like on, you know, the, the big picture is like, just like on Instagram, you see those carousel, uh, carousels of a lot of images are very popular. It's very easy to drop a bunch of images in there. You can swipe through and see a few. So same thing is is why these are popular on LinkedIn is it's very easy to put you know a few different slides of information, whether they're images or text, you can put more info into a, a post uh, and then make it very easy for someone to swipe through and kind of learn more. So they're very easily swipeable. That, that easy swipe is also a signal to the platform that that is an engagement. The platform weighs those engagements in different ways. So it's not quite like leaving a like or leaving a comment, but it is a signal. So we do see these posts are being boosted the most by the algorithm, likely because of those easy swipes. So there's also a little bit more effort to make these at the moment because it isn't just dropping a series of images into the feed like you do on Instagram, but you actually have to make a PDF and then or set of slides or something and then upload that to LinkedIn. So there's a couple steps there. So that that effort there, because of that, there's less competition. So there's more opportunity for if you are creating those that you're going to be able to stand out. And then on the ad side of the platform, those those document ads are retargetable. The swipes are retargetable. So it does create an easy engagement that we can then go retarget on the ads platform. Uh, number four on our list is that AI generated content is not going to perform well yet. What we're seeing is that there's new buttons popping up and this is on all social platforms, like generate posts with AI, edit with AI, stuff like that. I think that's a little too close to the publish button that people are just generating their posts and then clicking publish. Whereas a real good social post starts with sitting down and thinking about what the message you want to convey, what's the format you want to convey it in, and then really refining your message so that it gets the message across as clearly and succinctly as possible, has the biggest impact. 
And I think doing that with AI, it, it's that'd be so much to put into a prompt. And it is possible, but most posts and the way most people are using it is just generating that and clicking publish. The content that's created is going to be too surface level to really be a good post. So it's good for getting more content out there, but it's not going to be the best performing content yet. And then on the image side of things, we're seeing a lot more AI-generated imagery. Um, and so we were pretty pretty interesting in the stuff that they're generating. It makes you kind of stop and look sometimes. But as those become more and more common, contrasting that with the, the selfies that we've seen on LinkedIn that do well, uh, and that's because people are always going to get the most engagement from other people rather than other things. So when you see a picture of a person, that's you very instantly know who that person is or get to see them. And, and that's the biggest attention grabber for people. Uh, that's kind of just a known thing is that images of people, faces get the most engagement versus these AI generated images uh, when it's just, you know, it's just an abstract piece of art. They're they're cute and they, they look good. And then sometimes they do fit very well. So maybe sometimes they can describe a topic that you can't portray in a, in a photo. So they're good for that. But that the little bit loss of connection, authenticity, uh, is going to make them not perform as well as selfies. Selfies are still going to be the best visual type. Number five on our list is that automated and machine attribution is going to get even worse. So in the last couple of years, we've seen the trend towards privacy uh, where Apple made some big sweeping changes on the iPhone and their devices to uh, eliminate cookies and a lot of tracking capabilities. That That is just a trend that has started that year and is going to continue. Uh, Google is going to be sunsetting cookies this year. And that's going to have its own set of implications with people using the Chrome browser and their Android devices. So the trend towards privacy is, is not going to go back in the other direction. Uh, tracking, automated tracking is only going to get more difficult. So this makes the, puts even more importance on self-reported attribution and other types of tracking tools. And, you know, use, sure, use automated tracking for whatever you can. Track whatever UTMs you can, track sources when you can, but don't rely on those solely what we find is using self-reported attribution is, is one of the best methods on your lower funnel types of forms, maybe like a demo request form or trial form, import a little question there that says, how did you hear about us? And you know that might not be the last touch and it might not be the first touch, but it was, it's often what's the most impactful touch that somebody had that got them to your website to learn more. And I think we're also going to see the growth of uh, kind of the bigger picture tools which leads me into my next point is that I think the revenue, the LinkedIn's revenue attribution report is going to support more CRMs in the future. Right now it's just Salesforce. I think next will be, um, sorry, it, it's currently is Salesforce and Microsoft Dynamics. Dynamics just came out recently for the platform. I think the next one will probably be HubSpot. That's that's like the next most popular CRM out there. Uh, and then after that, I think, I think HubSpot's the next big one to get out there because that'll have a lot more people on there. Then after HubSpot, you know, I'm not exactly sure what would be the next CRM, but I know PipeDrive, ActiveCampaign, or other popular CRMs out there. But I think we'll have we'll op they'll open that up to support more CRMs because they want to support more businesses there. Another new thing that we've seen in Business Manager, uh, moving on to point number seven here, is that I think we're going to see more integrations at the business level in LinkedIn Business Manager because Supermetrics just got one, and that opens up a whole new section in Business Manager here for business integrations. So there already are a lot of integrations with the LinkedIn platform, but a lot of them you, you can't explicitly see, like you'll connect your profile, you might enable an account, but you don't really see it after that. I think we're going to see the standardization of these integrations with the platform that will then open up the ability to have a lot more integrations and more tools and more apps that will integrate with the LinkedIn platform. So I think this is a great step. I'm very excited for this. Again, right now, Supermetrics is the only one there, which will then let you pull, the way that it works is it'll then let you pull your revenue attribution report data into Supermetrics for reporting and dashboarding. That's a great step there because right now it's only just people who have access to Business Manager can see that. 
Um, but I think we'll see a lot more integrations with you know, the various tool sets in the ecosystem, more CRMs, more reporting tools, more data partners, maybe for importing audiences and stuff like that. Um, so we'll see more, more integration at the business level. LinkedIn Business Manager will play a bigger role. Um, so if you're not using Business Manager yet, I, I suggest getting switching over there and adding your accounts to Business Manager. Number eight, uh, let's jump over to the economy for a little bit. Last year, we saw a lot, you know, we saw the economy pull back pretty hard last year. We saw a lot of layoffs happen. I don't think we're at the end of that quite yet. I think we're, we're getting close, but I think we're going to see now that end of year budgets have wrapped up for 2023 and people are going to be filing taxes. That's when these numbers really get cemented for the year. I think we might see another another quarter of some challenging challenging economic times. What I'll kind of look forward then to my next prediction is number nine here, is that we're going to see more new companies popping up and more startups. I think this is the trend from all the layoffs happening last year. These people are now starting company new companies and creating new products and stuff as a result of last year's layoffs. Now, layoffs are, are terrible and it's been definitely a challenging economic, economic times, but I think we're going to see a lot more new companies, new products come out there, new startups happening. So I'm excited for all those to see those happening. And that leads me to number 10 here is I, I do think we're going to see an economic upswing this year as the Fed relaxes the interest rates. I think we'll see marketing spend increase. We'll see ad spend increase and therefore CPCs will likely increase as competition and ad spend do, it does increase. So kind of put build that into your forecast, but we'll also see the positive side of that is that buyers will start to increase. Large companies will unfreeze their budgets and their hiring. So there'll be more demand out there in the market. So I think I don't think we're totally out of the challenging times. I think we have a little bit more of that to go through. And I think once these final numbers for the year get cemented, that's kind of finally hit home when people wrap up their 2023 taxes and stuff like that. But I do, I know like as the Fed plans to relax the rates, I think we're going to start to see that upswing start to happen. And and overall, the you know, the economy has has kind of stayed quite strong and surprisingly strong through a lot of this. I think it's kind of just waiting for that time that the Fed relaxes rates to to go ahead and, and make that upswing. So those are some predictions for 2024. I'll also kind of forecast even farther out. My first next one here is a functionality type of thing. I think LinkedIn groups are going to make a comeback. And this is kind of me hoping that they will. But seeing that happen on on Facebook over the last couple of years, groups have been a big trend of um, these sub-communities happening in Facebook groups. A lot of features and functionalities there for managing and administering those groups. And, and helping those communication styles happen. I think B2B needs that. Right now, people are kind of using Slack groups for that. Slack's not the perfect use case for all the different types of groups. I think we're going to see LinkedIn groups make a, make a big push. My next bonus one, my second of three bonus ones is I think X, the Twitter, the X platform is going to take a stab at LinkedIn. They kind of have, have started taking some small steps in that direction. I know they've acquired some recruiting tools out there and they've They've released a company organization functionality. There are now a company and organizational profiles along with personal profiles. So it's starting to take steps in that direction of even having that object. You know, not many other platforms have even have that. So it is interesting to see that. I think they're going to take a stab at LinkedIn, but I don't think it's going to unseat LinkedIn and the role that LinkedIn plays. LinkedIn is great for the authenticity that happens on the LinkedIn platform. You know, people are their professional profile here. It ties back to who you are as a person, where you work, your colleagues. That creates a high level of trust and authenticity. On X and Instagram, those are platforms with a lot of anon profiles, with anonymous profiles, and those profiles create a lot of junk and spam content as well. So I think X is always going to have that pro problem 
just intrinsically based on allowing anonymous profiles. So I think we're going to see X take a stab at LinkedIn this year. I don't think it's going to unseat LinkedIn in any regard, but it is interesting to kind of watch the evolution as as Elon does his thing over there. And then lastly is I think we're going to, you know, again, this is the longer term, is that video is going to be an even more powerful medium because it's going to be even harder to fake versus some of these AI-generated profiles, AI-generated images, stuff like that. I know I said AI content isn't isn't perfect yet, but it is getting a lot better. And, and these images are getting pretty close to being like, is that a real image or is that an AI-generated one? But video is going to be even harder. I know there are, I have seen some motion stuff out there, but it's very, very minimal motion stuff at the moment. So video is going to be the highest, highest quality platform. It's going to be the most authentic platform and the hardest to fake. So long-term, I think video is going to be even more powerful as AI gets better in the image side of things. All right. So that's the list. To recap, number one, LinkedIn social is going to continue to grow exponentially. Number two, automated comments will be the next band hammer on LinkedIn. Number three, document posts will continue to be the algorithm's favorite. Number four, AI-generated content is not going to perform the best. Number five is automated and machine attribution will get even worse. Number six is revenue attribution report will support more CRMs. Number seven is that LinkedIn business manager will roll out more integrations at the business level. Number eight, we'll see more layoffs happen. Number nine, we're going to see more companies and new startups coming out of those layoffs. And then number 10 is we will see an economic upswing this year uh, as the Fed relaxes rates. All right. And then longer term, LinkedIn groups will make a comeback. X is going to take a stab at LinkedIn, but be unsuccessful. And then video is going to be an even more powerful uh, medium. All right. Those are our predictions. Give that a minute to set in. I'd also love to hear your predictions. So feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. If you have any feedback or thoughts or items to add, we'd love to hear all those. Again, you can find me on LinkedIn or you can email podcast at speedworksocial.com. All right, that's it for this episode. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to LinkedIn Ads Radio. That's it for this episode. Stay tuned for more.